Welcome back to our ASMR channel. Hello. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Mo Video Games Podcast. It is I, Oliver, with my co-host, Maxwell. Today we have another splendiferous episode, not an ASMR episode, not gonna lie. I have no interest in doing that. But we do have some great games. On my side of the court, gonna be talking about some Dark Souls 2 versus Far Cry 3. On his side of the court, we'll be talking about Super Mario Bros. OG Holla Holla Throwback versus Dynasty Warriors, aka D Dubs 4. So thank you so much for tuning in and hope you enjoy the episode. So we just go for it. Yeah. It'll be smooth, it'll be choppy. You didn't come here for perfection. You came here for honesty. So we here. We ready. Happy holidays. Dabbing Santa. We got actual Santa here. Actual Santa without a mustache, which is still depressing. It looks better. No one's going to tell me otherwise. I will. Are you? Do you mean it? I do. I like the mustache, man. I thought the mustache was bad. I thought the mustache was a. What's the opposite of a baby maker? <laughs> baby killer. Ooh. <laughs> That's what it is right now, Bubba. We got a special guest for this episode of the Mo Video Games Podcast. It is my cat. She is not happy. <laughs> That'll cover up the choppiness. <laughs> just, just get cat fur right up in there. Man, she's. Yeah, now she's trying to play. Come on. Come here, baby. Good girl. You're affecting our perfectly oh, calibrated that stream. A, that was a butthole shot if I've ever seen one. <laughs> she's had some she had she had some discolored runs yesterday. I was a little little worried about her. I mean her diet hasn't changed. I don't know if she just found something What's to munch discolored? on. Discolored. Uh it's like more of like a gray. It's like a oh. uh, like a like a what do you want to call it? Uh clay. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, and it was definitely not as solid as her normal turds. Um, so yeah, I don't like I said, her diet hasn't really changed. Um, I mean, she still looks like an angel. That dew claw is straight out. I mean, that that dew claw is fully unsheathed. Uh, She's a raptor. So yeah, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I was a little worried at first, but it's all right. Maxwell, it looks like you got a new brand of coffee today. Do you care to talk about it? I would love to, because this is the Mo Coffee Podcast. Underwater. This is a recommendation of our boy, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Bruce. We like coffee. We like local coffee, which is why we've been getting Dunkin' and Starbucks for the past few weeks. That's true, baby. Um, and uh, Bruce recommended this caffeine. You probably can't see it. It's Cafe N. Yeah, it's it's Cafe N. Thanks. <laughs> I don't know why I repeated what you said. That's how right it is, bro. <laughs> but it's cool. It's one of those unique hipster ways of spelling caffeine. Um, but we got the... You if, mean if, cafe in? Sorry. <laughs> no, I commit Sudoku. But if you ever make it out to the Northern Virginia area... Not that we live there. We don't. We drove thousands of miles to get this in Northern Virginia. Um, or three miles. We'll let you be the judge, or somewhere in between. You don't know where we live, um, but we—you we, know—you don't live in Northern Virginia because the network is terrible. Northern Virginia is supposed to have great network speed, so we definitely Did it actually? Don't live there. Yeah, 
This is like the fiber capital of the country. Disagree. Well, I, you're not I, running fiber, so I, I guess yeah, that's, that's the what issue. I'm saying. I really disagree. I, I'm rocking that Cox Communications. And let me tell you, let me tell you guys about my experience with Cox. Since we've already <laughs> talked about it a million times, but the name is apropos. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, it sure is. I pay. I think after whatever dumb little service fee that they slap on there, I, I think I, I pay for eighty four dollars for. I get like a hundred or hundred and fifty down. Um, every single friend that I have, which is not many to be fair, sample size <laughs> not that large, gets better down uh and pays less money and not only that they also actually get what they pay for like a better percentage of what they pay for i do not i get at best like a third of what i pay for on average um and i tried i tried downgrading you i was not able to find what buttons to press to downgrade on their website I I searched forever but could not find, and the only way I could figure out how to downgrade would be to cancel my plan and then start a new plan. But that means I'd have to go without internet, which I mean, <laughs> whoa, I'm not a savage, so that's true. Well, you're basically going without internet now, so <laughs> yeah, it's not much different than where I'm at. So yeah, uh, let me just say I'm that is one thing I'm happy to never move back into this apartment for. Yeah, Cox can. Go Suck eat, eat some caffeine because it's great and you should come try it. Um, it's they got they got they got coffee, they got, <laughs> they coffee. got food, they got cafe, they got in. This is the Devant coffee. It was good. It was great. Would like a little more Spro. I think we both agreed with that. Yeah, a little more coffee slap, but a, a shot of Spro would definitely do the trick. Yeah, uh, Spro meaning X, meaning Express. <laughs> Meaning espresso. Express. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, good coffee. And then I got a veggie bagel. Delicious. I won't go into the details, but let it me tell good. you, their egg salad has strawberry jam on it. So That's true. Egg salad sandwich. That tells you all you need to know about caffeine. That's how hipster they are. They were like, we spell it differently. We're putting strawberry jam on egg salad. Sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine an egg salad with just jam spread on top of it. That sounds sus. But to be fair, right on a sandwich, sandwich it still sounds sus. Um, yeah, we hope you all have a coffee. You're sitting back, you're relaxing. I hope your coffee's smoother than the stream. That's impossible. <laughs> I got a ball on my forehead, Timmy. <laughs> That's how you know Christmas right around the corner. <laughs> this is great that, that we're producing a podcast so all the people who don't watch our youtube streams just get these like incredible visuals in their mind um without knowing so check us out on youtube um sometimes the quality is there sometimes it ain't but uh you at least get to put a visual to what's going on um oh we're gonna improve the quality someday oh yeah someday. just not today yeah well once it starts streaming from my internet then we'll be Gucci. we'll be whipping our hair let, back let me forth. we we roasted cox we're just gonna praise verizon real quick i got verizon fiber i pay less than 79.99 a month and that includes a router rental and i got a free year of netflix premium yes that's ultra hd hdr you name it all there included as well and i get a gigabit download and i reliably get um on on a hardwired connection like probably over 900 megabit so it's good <laughs> i don't know what i'm gonna say but 
And Verizon's customer service has just been phenomenal. Like switching was easy. Everything is easy. So Verizon, you're doing the most. That's the stuff, bro. Um, tech, tech news? Tech news. Cyberpunk? Yeah, Cyberpunk and NVIDIA. So last week we, we roasted Cyberpunk and NVIDIA because NVIDIA... I feel like we didn't roast Cyberpunk that hard on stream. I think we roasted Cyberpunk harder off stream. That's true. But we did roast multiple times, just just so you know where we're at on it. That's fair. Um, but both, and, and NVIDIA for basically trying to bully a reviewer into reviewing the way they want them to review, um, which was just disgusting. Um, but both NVIDIA and Cyberpunk have issued apologies, so the world is right again. We can all sleep peacefully at night, and Everyone's there's no other thing. Everyone's going to forget things. about this. Yep. Everything's good. Let's start with Cyberpunk. Actually, no. Let's start with NVIDIA because there's Wait, much less information. Let's start about Cyberpunk. Ah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. NVIDIA. 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 All right, NVIDIA. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? So NVIDIA issued an apology to Hardware Unboxed. Uh, the the actual like VP director of PR, whatever his face is, was like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. You, I, I should do better. There's no excuse, blah, blah, blah. Mea culpa, bullshit. Um, oh, you mean someone wrote that and then wrote his name at it? Or was it actually... Well, because that's probably what happened in the original um, email was his name was put on it because he's the PR director. So he, he probably like signs off on him, but probably half skims the email and doesn't think much about it. And uh, maybe he probably wrote the email apologizing, but who knows? Seems generous. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all that happened there. Still super sus. I haven't watched a lot of the coverage of the YouTubers reacting to the apology. Um, yeah, I've been to watch Hardware Unboxing's reaction because I feel like same. that's going to be a uh, be juicy. Yeah, and Linus, who roasted NVIDIA for 35 minutes on last week's WAN show, this week's WAN show, talked about the apology, but I did not watch that yet. So I don't know. Um, but there's less like subreddit stuff and people being like, Linus is so mad. So I'm guessing it's a little bit calmer. But uh, that's NVIDIA. But cyberpunk, cyberpunk. Whoa, Whoa, is this way more honestly pretty interesting? Whoa. Whoa! So cyberpunk 2077. It's a game. It's a game. Came out poorly. <laughs> yeah, poorly on everything with a lot of bugs. But the worst Runs offenders like was the last gen consoles. Runs like a dream on a 3090. Exactly. Well, it still has like crashes that break the game no, but not on the 3090 that's true 3090 fixes all it, it codes the game for you yeah, on the it fly. optimizes the game yeah that's what those ai tensor cores are for it's just for optim game optimization on the on the on the flu um but they so last gen consoles were getting like well below 20 frames per second which is truly an unplayable experience um it's no longer like oh you're just like an elitist like it's it it makes it especially in a first person shooter when you're like trying to aim at someone and then as you're moving and then oh, all of a sudden the frames over here and, oh and it juts back over here terrible experience on top of the crashes texture pop in like you'd come up to a person and they would be a literal blob for five seconds before boop like parts of their bodies would start getting textures and polygons again. Um, and even some signs like road signs in the game would not be readable as you're passing them. So you can't navigate the city without pausing and opening up your map. So like just truly, truly terrible. Um, and so Cyberpunk issued an apology and they're like, you know what? We're sorry. This is on us. You deserve better. You guys should reach out and try to get refunds. So they're encouraging refunds. You're like, okay. And then they're like, wait, 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 hold up. Um, but yeah, like 
hold off on that for a second. <laughs> they they had like a link on their like website or whatever for for cyberpunk to get help but it sent from reports are saying that that just basically sent you to say hey go talk to sony or microsoft to get a refund on those consoles and so then sony came out and was like hey um we we strive to keep good experiences of games on our consoles and as such so sony's digital download refund policy was essentially non-refundable so if you if you digitally purchase a game you pretty much could never get a refund on that and sony changed their policy their policy um or or was able to make an exception and said okay anyone who submits a refund for this it will be granted at least for a certain time frame um i don't know exactly how long but 15 minutes the biggest thing is they they removed cyberpunk from the playstation store and because the PS5 running Cyberpunk, which was actually pretty good, it was hitting almost consistent 60 frames per second um, with much better. Um, yeah, yeah. Like it. <clears throat> Let me take it. But yeah, it, it, it looked pretty good. It didn't have texture popping issues. Was a very playable experience. But it's running the PS4 version. So by PlayStation or like Sony delisting it, no one ps4 ps4 pro or ps5 can download the Ooh, game that's, now. that's juicy um but you can still buy a physical copy and play it and the the game is delisted but it will still be receiving updates and if you purchased it you can re-download it so the game is not removed from their servers it's just you can no longer purchase it digitally if you don't have it so just mm. some important clarifications there mm. but that is effectively never been done um by any manufacturer or like storefront, especially for large like AAA type release, first of its kind and bad for CD Projekt Red. CD Projekt Red, upon release and reports of consoles performing badly, all the bugs and the fact that they did not allow reviewers to review it on console prior to release, caused their their shares to drop over thirty percent almost losing a third of their stock valuation. And then upon Sony's news of them delisting it from the store, they lost an additional 20% of their share price. I think if I read the report correctly, executives at CD Projekt Red lost over a collective billion dollars. Um, Yeah, I mean, well-deserved. Yeah, but but damn, like not not good, not bueno. Um, See? And the, the blame needs to if you're upset about this the blame needs to be put squarely on management and executives at cd project red the developers are largely not responsible for this they don't make the decisions on when to release and reports are saying that developers knew the game should not have been released and that they still had a lot of work to do on it i mean it's pretty hard to be working on any project and not know that it's not ready especially like a software base it's not like it's not like you're developing software and then just like not trying it, right? You're not mm-hmm. just like just running code in the ether and like, oh, up, bro. we'll see. You. Send it. Um, it compiles the <laughs> GG. Like, I don't even know this code compiled, bro. <laughs> um, but uh, and not to mention the developers were suffering from a lot of crunch, which is effectively being forced to work like super extended overtime weekends, that kind of stuff, towards the end of a game development project. To try and get it to completion, so the, seven years, right? Yeah, well, not seven years of crunch. The well, crunch yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, like, if if I've already been working on it for seven years and then I'm crunching now, it's like, holy cow! 
Yeah, it's we, they really fucked up. <laughs> but the, the developers have been through hell in a handbasket and have put a lot of love and care into this game. And so the fact that it got released before it should have means that their work isn't appreciated. It's poor. It's getting a bad taste. Um, and just it's it's bad all around. So feel for the developers. Hate the management CD Projekt Red. Hate that the video game industry encourages crunch crunchiness. Um, it releasing unfinished products hope to god that this snafu changes something um but it's wild yeah, this is just an embodiment of my gripes for however long we've been talking about this shit so yeah no it's whack but that's how the shit is so <sighs> yep yeah so ho- hopefully because this is such a shit show something actually might change but i mean we'll people see. i think i think a large part of it is that people want titles of this size and of this magnitude and this much gameplay like they just need to you you either need to accept the fact that they either need to charge more money for each game right so they can pay more people to get on it or that it needs to be slower those are essentially your two two options but even then they i guess they have to charge more money either way right because there's a certain like dev period where uh it's like, you know, you know x amount of people are going to buy the game or at least can project the x amount of people right so that's kind of your that's your budget yeah. But yeah, so it's just like I I think that there's got to be some some budge from the community. Uh, but I also think that the pricing model should just change to reflect a little more about what it's actually going on. Not that I want games to be a lot more expensive, but I mean you bump up 60 to 65 dollars for however million copies are being sold. It's a it's a big change that, you know, when when you when you extrapolate it, it can make a big difference. But the last time I remember, I mean, like when I was the fucking baby games for $50 and they got bumped up to 60 pretty quickly, I felt like. Right? Yeah, it and was I think it was like the 360 gen, like 360 PS3 is when it bumped up to $60. So it's been like almost 15 years yeah, of they not a price up. increase. And they've only like, I mean, I'm comparing like how am I supposed to be comparing like fucking the development time for Doom 3 versus like Breath of the Wild, right? Like that's just like those are, I mean, sure, uh, coding practices, I'm sure have gotten like more efficient development practices, have gotten more efficient, right? Engines, bigger, better, stronger, Unity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just don't see how it's not taking more time. It just, I, there's just no way around it. And, and to be fair, Cyberpunk at least with initial pre-orders before all the refund snafu made back their entire development cost of seven years but cyberpunk is not the normal so don't use that as a judgment of how it goes i mean obviously developers are still able to make money with the current pricing model but it's forcing a lot of crunch it's forcing a lot of i think bad practices and cost isn't the only thing obviously but that that would help. But PlayStation Five has is going towards like a seventy dollar, um, like for their first party titles. So Demon Souls was seventy dollars, mm. and um, Miles Morales was a like an extended um, like DLC expansion, which normally would be forty dollars, but it was fifty dollars. Um, so they're going towards that that pricing model, which is kind of different than Xbox's strategy, which is like just throw everything on Game Pass which is a subscription and, and do things that way. Um, so two very different ways to go about it. Um, I just but, picked yeah. up the new Call of Duty for like 40 though. I was really surprised. Nice. Yeah. I, like it was already on sale, which means to me it was upmarked, right? It was an anti-sale to me getting if it's already on sale. It's it's done pretty poorly too, from what I've heard. So oh, really? that might be part of why, like, like just so, people aren't buying it. Yeah, like yeah. Pe- pe- because people were playing Modern Warfare a crap ton, 
and Warzone. And so they're like, and Cold War came out and they're like, this sucks. Like, yeah. especially the multiplayer it is all I've read. I haven't played it, but I've, I've heard good things about the zombies, but when I'm watching it, it doesn't look that fire. Not gonna lie. So it's like, I don't know if that's just people getting paid off to say that it's fire, but uh, I mean, I'm just looking for. It's people like me that play a game and they enjoy it no matter what. <laughs> Hey, you listed two games that you didn't enjoy. That's true. And I gave you one as well. Yeah, I mostly only talk about the games I enjoy anyway, so I think That's it true. seems it just, like it's, I, yeah, I, it's, I, a, it's a logical fallacy. Um, but I'm also very hype trained, so. The conductor. <laughs> the creator, the mastermind. Yeah, I, you, I built the train. If you want the AutoCAD files for the hype train, email Maxwell. Mm-hmm. He's got him. He's got a, he's, He keeps him on a thumb drive in his back pocket at all times. Oh, yeah. That's how dedicated he is um but yeah so I, I definitely i think some some reval there is good so i guess it's, i think it's good that they're uh charging more i don't think it's bad especially for how much work they put in for sure uh and anything that can kind of help alleviate the the crunch that these developers experience is is a uh, how do you say bueno so i'm i'm gonna look up inflation real quick too the, the other funny thing is so people are requesting refunds for these games and then they're getting upset when Microsoft or Sony removes the game from their console after they get a refund. Like they, they legitimately thought that they could get their money back, but still Keep own the game. The game. Yeah. <laughs> like what? That's pretty insane. That's pretty insane. Pretty insane, bro. That's pretty insane. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Um, so like around 2006. I thought you were going to do inflation calculator for the time that people bought Cyberpunk to the time they're getting their <laughs> refund. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. Ciao, uh, ciao. Yeah, so if we're just talking inflation from when games jumped up to $60 in, in around the 2006 time frame, just roughly, today they should be costing almost $80. Yeah. Um, so the fact that it hasn't jumped up at all is nuts, but the fact that Sony like jumped it up to $70 is still not even covering the gap of what that inflation is. Um, so yeah, it, that, that helps make it seem a lot more reasonable. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I have a little baby seat on my lap right now. But it's also why, like, the Microsoft going towards the subscription where you pay 10, 15 bucks a month, um, like you do for Netflix and other crap, but you have access to all of these games, um, seems a lot more appealing and you start to understand. Um, but it just kind of depends on how many games you play because $15 uh, over the year is pretty expensive. What's that, like 180 Sure. Yeah, so that would buy you three games, three three full price non sale games, um, which I guess honestly isn't that much if you're a pretty heavy gamer. Yeah, um, would be cheap for you. Let me put it that way. So cheap, <laughs> but if you're buying games on sale and stuff like that, I don't know. It's still, it, it's still cheap for you. It, it's an interesting value proposition, and like, how often are you going to replay those games too? That's why that's when Game Pass starts to make a lot of sense. And then I don't know how much money developers make from it, so I don't know how sustainable it is as a model. But it's something that'd be interesting to learn more about. Yeah, I mean, if they keep doing it, then I'm gonna say it's probably a success. So. Well, yeah, but but I mean, it maybe maybe Microsoft is like bleeding right now, like to try and get more people on Game Pass to yeah. make it profitable. Well, I meant but, yeah, if they like keep with it next gen. I'm not saying I'm saying we ha- we need to wait until. Yeah, yeah, yeah. time will tell. Yeah, time has a way of sorting out all problems. That's true, buddy. Tech news. You got more? Uh, I mean, fuck CD Projekt Red. Yep. 
And uh, I so on on Miles, I've been playing Miles Morales on PS5. Um, they so this is this is where the tech comes in. <laughs> it's also video games, more video games. Um, when it initially released, they had two modes uh, for graphics. One of them was fidelity, so it had a target frame rate of 4K, but it's it's dynamic, so it it to keep 30 frames per second, it like bumps back a little bit from time to time, but it also has updated or upgraded visuals like ray tracing being the biggest headliner feature and then they also had a 60 frames per second mode so spider-man on ps4 and ps4 pro were capped at 30 frames per second so having 60 frames per second changes the game drastically but you lose ray tracing and some of the other upgraded visuals so it's a little bit of a trade-off but a lot of people believe that 60 frames per second was worth it and after playing 60 frames per second i agree the fluidity is just like Oh, a so much I... much bigger thing but i luckily stopped playing it for a few weeks because they released a 60 frames per second ray tracing mode so the ray tracing is stepped back just a little bit but there is still ray tracing and upgraded visuals and it runs at a locked 60 frames per second so it's kind of the best of both worlds where you still get all of the 60 frames per second Every single one. Yeah, but now it just it adds a little bit of it. I honestly don't know why, because Digital Foundry's analysis found it a lock 60 frames per second. And in my experience, I haven't really seen any stuttering or anything. Um, but they still have the regular 60 frames per second performance mode without RT. So I don't know why that exists at all, if it's running at a locked. Maybe there are some instances where it drops. Um, oh, I guess resolution. That's... Nope. Yeah, I still can't. No, resolution. Yeah, because it runs at a higher resolution with the 60 FPS without ray tracing. So I guess if you care that much about resolution, but... Oh, I do. Yeah. My rays, they can be traced later. My resolution, that's forever. Exactly. But it, it looks... <sighs> Delicious. Gorgeous. The 60 frames per second, game changer, and the story... Honestly, I'm... Like I said in the car. Muy bien. God of War? Get out of here. Get out of here. No, I'm very excited. Miles Morals? Get in here. Get in here, buddy. Come on in. All right, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it for tech news. That's all I got. Alan Wake? I have not played any more since we last spoke because I recorded essentially a double episode by accident. All um, right. But I the, the one that will be coming out this week is full of Maxwell frustration. So um, the, the first half of my recording was smooth sailing. It was phenomenal. It was great. A lot of sightseeing. A little bit of fighting here and here. And then second half was me running out of ammo, not being able to find more ammo, dying in dumb ways, dying in more dumb ways, running out of ammo again. Yeah, you gotta skip some you gotta skip some enemies in that game, bro. Yeah. Is well I know that now. Out? Yeah, but so, you gotta you gotta skip some enemies. So going forward it'll be it'll be Gucci, but th this next episode is gonna be Frustration Town. So if you're ready to see a man get mad. Stay tuned and subscribe to Maxwell Lewis Gaming, baby. Links in the description. Oh, baby. Um, tech news. Tech news. Thank you for listening. It's time to get into Mo Video Game Showdown. And boy, have we got some games for you. Not gonna lie, I'm hyped. <laughs> But I'm always hyped to talk about video games. Let's hear what do you got today, Oliver? Far Cry 3. Ooh, second best Far Cry game. Here we go. Far Cry 4 being the best, of course. Okay, continue. Versus Donkey, Donkey, Donkey Hole. Donkey, Donkey Hole 2. Scholar of First Sin. 
the. And by donkey hole, you mean the quan. Souls. <laughs> um, Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, they make me sweat looking at them, bro. Um, Far Cry 33. I like it. Yeah, I had some typos in here. Uh, Clarissa says, you always hype. To which I respond, correct. <laughs> I am. It's, it's part was, of my charm. That's what I was making fun of him for in the car. Um, uh, that's, what, that's why she married me. That's true. She just, just loves the hype. She, she wanted to be on the train. <laughs> <laughs> now she's co-conductor. Um, Far Cry 3 Ubisoft Montreal developer, Ubisoft publisher. Uh, Where's Montreal? <laughs> Canadia. Oh, Canadian uh, shout out in the comments. <laughs> Release November 29, 2012. First person shooter, 91 out of 100 on Metacritic. We've already talked about it before. Need I say more? Yeah, I mean, honestly, the score, it speaks volumes for itself. You shoot, you climb, you tatow, you disable radio transceiver interrupter doodads, and you unlock map features. It's, wow, it's, this, this game has depth now that I'm saying it. Let me tell you, bro. This is the greatest game of all time. Uh, this was this was early enough in the well, like I said, we talked about this before. Not gonna go too much. Uh, big things for me, at least when I, when I think about the game, is this was early enough in the tower climbing simulator era that still felt new, still felt refreshing. Was still excited to climb some towers. Uh, man, as we've said a million times, has that mechanic been just just demolished into the ground? Like, oh my gosh, that's true. However, when was the last time you climbed a tower in a game? Breath of the Wild. Ooh, R- rip Nintendo, rip Nintendo. I was I was pissed when I climbed that. I, that I have never been so salty climbing a tower as I was in that one. I was like, it's in fucking Zelda now. You are kidding me. Hey, if Shigeru Miyamoto thinks it's great, you know it's great. Um, uh, yeah. And then before that, I mean, H zero D, H zero D's tower climbing sim was decent though. It was. I was cool with that. That was a good. That was a good rebreathe. It was a moving tower. Um. I mean, obviously, every single Assassin's Creed game. I was playing Call of Duty multiplayer. I started climbing a tower. <laughs> I'm so angry. Uh, yeah, that's that's the last one I can think of off the top of my head. But because uh, even even Far Cry been... Five had no towers. Yeah, I haven't I haven't played many uh many solo players, obviously, and I'm I'm, I'm not expecting God of War to have a tower climbing simulator. Oh, Has boy. a mountain climbing simulator. That's true. That is true. Um. So yeah, that that was that was big. The the whole like you well you obviously it's first person shooter, right? You see your forearms and first person shooters normally. I guess it depends on the perspective. But it is cool seeing like you get tattoos for your abilities. It's cool seeing that like like a physical change to your character uh as you unlock more skills. The <laughs> Jason, the the main character, man, it, this, this is this is something that I'm always it's just it's hard to do in video games. Well, but the, the rate that Jason goes from being like a fresh, you know, like novice, like, oh, I've never killed anything to like two seconds into the game. Yeah, he's like driving a knife into a pig. Being like, oh, yeah. <laughs> can't get this what I got this. He's not that bad, but uh, oh gosh, I got hot doing that. Right yeah. Um, yeah, the rate that he changes in that game is just—it's—it's it's honestly comical. That that pacing was not well done. Uh, not something that you really 
think about like it, when I was playing through it wasn't like a big deal but it definitely in hindsight yeah it's like you skin one boar and then you can kill people immediately just fine with no remorse hey you know just get some tattoos on your arm to tow to tow and then let me know to tow activated <laughs> um yeah, so that that's 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 honestly most of it. The 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 baddie in that game, um, who <laughs> can't remember his name starts with V. I'm gonna say Virus, but that's gonna oh play Voss. League. Yeah, uh, look at this nice flower, Voss. <laughs> phenomenally well done. Uh, phenomenally voice acted. That was that was a good baddie. I really like that. Think so. I think so too. No, I'm I'm doubting. Yeah, that's okay. That's yeah, okay. he's he's great. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's definitely a highlight of the game. Uh, story good. Uh, gameplay good. Uh, tower climb good. It was good. It was good. It was good. It, it, that that was definitely that that game embodies like Xbox 360 gen tropes, and then like dabbling into like the next next gen worth of games tropes. I feel like with like the like you you get like you have a skill tree. You're gonna climb a tower. Uh, you'll like hunt some PVE shit to like unlock shit for your inventory as well, right? So it's like there's like two different collectathons that you're doing simultaneously, and then yeah. you climb towers to be like, I'm collecting even more. I'm God. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, but I, but like I said, all it was just all early enough for me in terms of me playing it that uh still felt fresh, still felt spicy. So that's actually we we were talking in the car earlier about. I, I kind of skipped the whole 360 PS3 gen. Um, and so going back to these games, it's hard for me to view them objectively because I'm used to like newer, better game mechanics. And it's it's hard for me to compare them and be like, oh, this would have been good back then or was good for 2010 or something like that. But Far Cry 3, I I have played. And that game holds up incredibly well. Yeah. Like that that blows Dead Space and Alan Wake out of the water. Dead Space is not hard to blow out of the water. <laughs> oh, buddy. You're right. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's Far Cry 3. Uh, I gotta get my ball back in place. Uh, <laughs> uh, Donkey Souls 2 from Software, published by Bandai Namco. Actually, interesting. Uh, released or as you. Bandai Namco. <laughs> Uh, released March 11, 2014, action role-playing game. Metacritic score, 91 out of 100. We got a close one today, baby! Um, what? I don't even know where to start with Dark Souls 2. For, let, me, let, me, let me just ramble about things that have really nothing to pertain to the game. Except they have everything, too. Dark Souls 2. Probably universally agreed upon as being the worst Donkey Souls game in, in, the, in the series. I would say a high, high agreement, you know, like there's enough percentage of people normally whatever people play first is their favorite. There are a couple oddballs like me that like Dark Souls 2. I played Dark Souls 2 all the way through, played Bloodborne all the way through. I played about 10 to 15 hours of Dark Souls 1. Um, I have now watched some gameplay, Demon Souls, and I've put in maybe like five hours on Dark Souls 3. So to be fair... Haven't played the full catalog. I played Scholars of the First Sin Edition, though, which essentially everything I've read online is most people agree that, like, everything that they were pissed about with uh, Dark Souls 2, because the only thing that at the time on the OG Dark Souls 2 that people praised was their PvP. So if you wanted to just 1v1 a brother, that is the place to go. Um, apparently their PvP is, like, off the chart. I don't know. Just the best PvP. I don't PvP in the game. I just play the game. 
I PVE, not PVP. Um, Those E's, baby. Let's get it. Let's <laughs> get it, baby. Um, but yeah, Scholars of the First Sin essentially just fixed a lot of like the mechanical sloppiness that a lot of people didn't like um, and a lot of other complaints that they had in the game. Yeah, to me, playing it, that that to me is like what I view as like a... It felt, in comparison to other Dark Souls games I played, it feels really balanced in terms of like the speed of the gameplay. Uh, like going back to Dark Souls 1 and even Dark Souls 3, they feel a little bit slower than Dark Souls 2. Um, like the movesets are definitely a lot slower. It's a lot more like waiting. You know, they'll like, the guy will start swinging at you, but then he doesn't actually mean it, but then he means it right after, like that type of BS. Uh, where Bloodborne oh, yeah, yeah. was like a Bloodborne, the only way I won Bloodborne was either reposting an enemy with the with the gun because you can shoot him right before they're about to attack in terms of the parry, or just abuse the living hell out of iframes. Um, so you're just dodging, and then while you're dodging, you have period of uh invulnerability, invincibility, invisibility, incredibility. <laughs> uh, so I I felt like the the the, the Donkey Souls two like speed and tempo of the gameplay i really enjoyed i i don't mind it going slower bloodborne felt a little cop outy to me but the environment was really really good like i thought that the environment was a really nice twist i think if you played demon uh demon and then dark one through three playing bloodborne would be a really refreshing change on things and i think it would probably be a lot of people's very high in their series list with how much it kind of changed the like feel and tempo of the gameplay uh but yeah, Dark Souls 2, first one, has some really attractive maps. Uh, I actually think that Dark Souls as a game looks... If you like the art style, I guess. I mean, that's always the the conditional. But man, man, you put a sword on me and I'm like, this game's cool. Like, that's just, just how it works. I mean, I'm a simple man. Who's the hype train engineer now? <laughs> my my train is just a sword, though. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, that's why Dark Souls 2 is on there. Uh, as I play through them, I might update later which one I'd, I'd be interested to talk about them i guess once i play all of them and then see which one i actually would say is my favorite but right now i'm going scholars of the first then really enjoyed playing through that i probably probably took me 50 to 60 hours to run through it i was pretty slow with it um maybe it was a little less than that but i spent a lot of time but i i, I dicked around you know I, I i was having fun so i definitely was not trying to like rush through the game by any stretch of the imagination uh they also have some pretty good dlc on there too the bosses and the dlc are tough uh I have cookies. Yeah, I haven't beaten all the DLC bosses, so I have to go back. I have to go back. I have to go back. I know. I know. I know. I know. People are gonna be like, "That's where the game gets good, bro." I'm like, "I'm not good." Well, so. I already think it's good. So <laughs> you can back off, bro. So yeah, that's that's my. It's essentially just the defense of why I'm picking Scholars of the First Sin. If yeah. you haven't played a Demon Souls game, or sorry, Soulsborne, whatever, I've heard a different combo of words a couple of days ago that I had never heard. Like Demon Blood, Dark Soulsborn. <laughs> Yeah, there was a, I I can't even remember what it was, like, de- demon born. It's a demon born game. <laughs> it does have the gamma, right? Did, did Bloodborne come out after Dark Souls three or? I think so. Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> not sure. <laughs> um. Uh, okay. But yeah, either way, all hype. I haven't played a like a what Sakuru Sakuru. Yeah, I've heard good things yeah. about that too. Uh. I feel like since I started playing the Soulsborne games, there's now that I know that that's like a effectively a genre of games at this point. I I I like was surprised with how many Souls like 
um, had been released or like are being released. It's still very popular. People definitely like that gameplay style. And so. I think there's a new one coming out. I think it's called Elden Ring. I think I think I, you told me something about that. Yeah, I'm not sure on the title. You can look it up. Okay. But yeah, either way, that's that's my thoughts. I like it. If you don't like, uh, what do you call it? Masochism. What do you call it when you something like that enjoy to, inflicting pain on yourself? To one of the two, it's either sadism or masochism. Yeah, I think sadism is other people. Um, not sure on that. But yeah, if you don't like inflicting pain on yourself emotionally, psychologically, I wouldn't play the game. But if you do, like me, it's a perfect game for you. Perfect game for you. What's the take going to be? Elden Ring is an upcoming action role-playing game developed by From Software and published Ooh. by Bandai Namco. Ooh. The game is a collaborative effort between game director Hidetaka Miyazaki, who is best known for Demon Souls and or Dark Souls, you know, and fantasy novelist George R. R. Martin. What? I didn't know that. That's who's that? Uh, game yeah. of Thrones. What's that? Oh, <laughs> that was easy, man. That was um, good. Um, so I, th- yeah, I think it, I don't see anything about Soulsborne explicitly, but the fact that it's from software and Miyazaki, I think high. people are pretty gonna pretty much high. assuming it's going to be something like that. So. Yeah. Um, who's going to win between the two, though? That's going to be a hard one. They're both ninety-one, so you don't <clears> got to <throat> cop out there. They will both continue to be interesting to talk about, so you don't got to cap out there. Oh, that's true. Oh, Chocho. Chocho, what are we voting for? We lost her. <laughs> she gone. Ooh, man, this is actually, this one, this one's tight. This one's tight. I, okay, before, before we were starting, I was Donkey Souls 2, obviously, all the way. And to me, it was an easy clap. No GG, no re. Um not even good game that's how easy it was <laughs> um but then talking about far cry 3 it does do does do the 360 trope thing 360 no scope 360 yolo scope oh um i think i think i'm gonna stick with my gut here darky souls 2 there's just there's enough games that are gonna give me the, the tower climb simulator there's not another game on my list like dark souls 2 I don't have any souls like any souls born. It's its own genre of game. Deserves and you do like it. I do like it. It is fun to play. Those games, those games are enjoyable. So that ends ends rant. Did you get the guac off? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Guac, well, guac is gone. Are we laundry checking right now on stream? Yeah. Well, um, I without naming names. Somebody was eating some guac, and it got on this sweatshirt. That's all. I, that's that's all I'll say. Doesn't really leave a whole lot to the imagination. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, laundry is a beautiful thing, and the guac is gone. No guac, no problem, baby. No guac. Although no, guac is sticking with the green theme, it's very that's Christmassy. Um, but yeah, no, the guac is gone. You'll be happy to know, Clarissa. So we all good. <laughs> it's kind of peeling. It is peeling. I don't wear it super often, so once Christmas season is done, he'll go back into hiding. Hell yeah, bro. Well, I don't know if Axel's going to let you wear it again. <laughs> Not that we don't know that you were the person that did the guac. We don't know the guac, the guac monster. Yeah, somebody. Somebody not Without naming names. names. <laughs> um, GG. GG. So, uh, 
Well, video games. D-Dubs 4. Yeah, we got Dynasty Warriors 4, which we've kind of already spoken about. And we got Super Mario Bros., which we've already spoken about. There's no Sunshine or 3 or Galaxy or anything after that. It's just the original OG NES Super Mario Bros. Let's start there first. You know him. You love him. His name is Mario. He's Italian. He is a plumber. And he loves to clean them pipes. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about Super Mario Bros. You know it. It's a 2D side-scrolling platformer um, where you are Mario trying to save Princess Peach, which is actually Princess Toadstool, which is trying to save it from Bowser, which is King Koopa, which is everything in between. Different names. You're trying to get to the end, defeat the dragon, get the girl. And uh, yeah, it was released 1985. It helped put Nintendo at the top of the video game food chain. I actually just finished watching documentary um, with Clarissa called High Score. Um, very good on Netflix. It just kind of talks about like the video game industry from its beginnings through like essentially Doom being initially released in 93. Um, so kind of kind of the birth of the gaming industry and all through that and learned about how Sega fighting Nintendo uh, with Sonic and that the Sega Genesis was the 16-bit machine. So it was super powerful where the NES was an 8-bit machine and like the fight between them and blah, 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 and all that kind of stuff. Super interesting. Highly recommend on Netflix called High Score. Go check it out. It's like a six-part uh, documentary series. Are you sponsored, bro? I am sponsored. Damn. And uh, for every view it gets, I get $10 million. That is an insane sponsorship. <laughs> um, Netflix can afford it. That's why your subscription fees keep going up. It's to pay me for you watching High Score. Thank you. Um, no, I'm not sponsored, but it's phenomenal. And it's about video games. It's really well done. It's very interesting. But yeah, Super Mario Bros. That's, that's all you need to know. It is, it is like the original video game. It's got some good speedruns. Yeah. To my knowledge. It's fun. It's mechanically just... That's the one thing you can count on a Mario game doing is nailing the frickin' mechanics. Like, it is just, they are the best feeling games. The mechanics are buttery smooth every time. In the world. And they change it dramatically game to game, but they keep it smooth. It's not like they're just like, oh, slight iteration of gameplay. They're like, oh, no, we're going to add a water jetpack that can also shoot torpedoes. And then the next one, they're like, oh, we're going to deal with gravity and worlds and outer space. And then they're like, oh, we're going to add a hat that turns you into anything. And everyone is going to feel phenomenal. It's like. And one of them, they just added a whole nother dimension. <laughs> what's that? Super Mario 64. Oh, yeah. 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 They literally yeah. were just like, how can we change the game? And they're like, what if we make it 3D? I, I thought you were talking about 3D to 4D. And yeah, I, was like, I, was like, I could tell. And I was like, I kind of wanted to let you sit with it for a while. but Yeah, it felt like a while. I felt naked and alone. Um, yeah, Super Mario Bros. Dynasty Warriors 4. Uh, we talked about it when Oliver was talking about Dynasty Warriors 5, which is almost as good as Dynasty Warriors 4. But, uh, you know, it... it the problem is, is it's the reverse of the Far Cry 3, Far Cry 4 argument. So I have to be okay with him thinking Dynasty Warriors 5 is better if I'm allowed to think Far Cry 4 is better. So 
Well, you have an internal struggle with this, man. I just really don't care about it as much as you do. I do, man. It keeps me up at night. I just haven't like, played Far Cry... Or, Far Cry 3. Far Cry 4. Uh, Far Cry 3. Far Cry 4. Yeah, I haven't played the D-dubs 4 enough. I think D-dubs 4 is reviewed better. I thought critically it was better, so... Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Either way, Dynasty Warriors 4, it's a hack and slash game taking place with a bunch of... Um, I think like Chinese dynasties back in back in the day. Yeah, that game is a that game is a straight hack and slash. Like there's some games that don't feel as hack and slashy. That game feels hack and slashy. I mean, yeah, I think it's probably advertised as one. It, it does not. The fact that they they keep like a kill counter on the level and you get like over a thousand by the time you're done when you're feeling good and you're just like, wow. That's Dynasty Warriors right there. Um, they got they got special weapons. There's a bunch of different types of weapons and classes of weapons. Each of the characters has like a level 10 weapon, which you can level it up to level 9, but then you have to do some special secret thing in order to unlock the level 10 weapon, which makes it super special. Um, yeah, it keeps it interesting. Pretty much have to look up online on how to do it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, there's it's, like It's the dumbest sequence. It'll be like, run around to the back gate of the castle, kill one soldier, but if you kill his cousin, no weapon for you a weapon and you have to do it within the first five minutes of the map but it has to be before the first three minutes of the map and did i mention it's after 10 minutes also um yeah no it's clowny yeah no it's 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 a little ridiculous i don't know if i like it or i don't like it because it definitely is like you have to look it up to be able to do it essentially um it's but it is a nice little mini game on top of it but i wish they almost just said it in game right yeah, but it's that's like such a so it came out in February of two thousand three, and that's such a that gen like PS two Xbox where you're like going to CheatCodeCentral dot com, you're printing out the list of cheat codes and you're throwing it in the game case so you can take it with you. You got your memory card going over to your friend Doug's house and you're like Dougie bro, look at this game, look at all these cheat codes. And you're like oh my gosh, and you're like oh my god. We had very different childhoods. <laughs> that wasn't my childhood. <laughs> I didn't talk to Dougie at all. <laughs> Neither did I. I use GameFAQs, like, all the time. I don't know if you had to use GameFAQs at all. But GameFAQs, you, you would get people would, like, spend the longest time writing the nicest formatted fucking tutorials possible, <laughs> doing the, like, fucking, like, making boxes with, like, the, the pound sign and shit like that, you know, and stuff. Oh. Yeah, like, it was a whole, like, they, like they were doing their own formatting, even though it was just a bare text pad document. Yeah, and people That's would spend good. such a long time just documenting it out. Yeah, shout out to GameFAQs. Talk about a fucking throwback of a gaming thing, but... Yeah, I don't think I used GameFAQs, but Cheat Code Central is, is the one that definitely always comes to the top of my head. Um, top of my mind, top of something. Uh, Dynasty Warriors 4, though, developed by Omega Force and designed i guess i don't have the the publisher on here but designed by tomohiko Sho. um what omega force well omega force is a developer did they no, publish, they it, publish too? it too okay i'm just i'm saying random stuff just so you know that's true that's true, yeah, that, that's true. That's um, but it, it's a lot of fun i spent a lot of time with it we when we previously talked about it you can go check out that earlier podcast where we talk about dynasty warriors 5 like there's like Lubu is a a crazy mofo. You don't mess with Lubu. You have to mess with Lubu. Yeah, you if you mess play with if you play the game, you have to mess with Lubu. Especially if it's like you're like you just booted up on like a fresh mem card or something like that. You gotta kill Lubu. It's just like it's a rite of passage essentially. Because it's always it's 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 such a grindy fight since you're not meant to win it, right? Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it just turns into the dumbest thing possible. Yeah, it's like you hit him once, 
you do one of his 10,000 HP, and then you just run away screaming like, no, don't kill me, Lobo! He's so fast. He's so fast. Well, I mean, he has the fastest horse in the game. Or at least one of the fastest horses. I guess the red hair. I don't know if the red hair is... I don't think the red hair is the fastest in... Uh, in five, I thought it was like the shadow or something like that because they they started giving horses names. Yeah, his his horse is either the one that like you can't get knocked off of or is the fastest in four. I think. Yeah. So it's something like that. But yeah, Lubu is crazy. Um, there's there's a couple other like characters that have their own entire campaigns, including Lubu, and then there's like the Yellow Turban campaign, which is like one of the the main like early villains in the game um you play an entire campaign as them um and then each of the like Wu, um shu and wei um i think are the three yeah like dynasties that. yeah um <laughs> they each have their own campaign uh it's actually i mean aside from the hack and slash like the story is kind of interesting it's kind of fun to go through it's it really for especially for ps2 um it makes it feel like you're part of like this huge battle that's going on with tons of stuff happening like you don't have to be directly influencing things that happen um but uh yeah because your boys will be working on other parts of the map and you can watch them work on other parts of the map and then just go um very familiar with those walkthroughs look them up every time i tried playing through monkey island oh monkey island Yeah, maybe we can finish that tonight, Clarissa. We, we've been playing through Escape from Monkey Island. Actually. Yeah, and I just, looking, thank God there's walkthroughs. Because I look at that, I'm like, how would you know that you need to do this? Oh, that's what I'm saying, Game Facts slays. Game Facts does slay. My cat must have found some cat and she's going crazy. Oh, no. Oh, that's oh, so crazy. No. Oh, my gosh. Yep, okay, well um oh what was that glitch you guys were showing me with monkey island like something like just like bugged, oh, uh, bugged yeah, out the 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 disc is scratched um so every once in a while it it doesn't crash the game or completely pause it but it'll go like just get stopped on a frame like constantly repeating and then it goes for about 10 to 30 seconds and then it'll go to the next frame and it has to go through that like 10 times and then and then it's like no, okay, yeah, now, now we're good. <laughs> but it is so loud. Like, I don't know, it, like, turns the volume up 40% when it gets stuck, so it's like, oh, hello, I'm going to... And, yeah, it's fun, though. Keeps it interesting. Never know when it's going to happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, GameFAQ slays, fun fun times, but yeah, Dynasty Warriors 4, I've put a lot of time into that game, had a lot of fun with that, but if, now I need to decide. Who's going to win? Oh, man. This is an incredibly tough one for me. I know, and it shouldn't be, but that's okay. The, 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 part of the problem I have is, I mean, Super Mario Bros. has literally a lot of replayability because it's designed as a game that you continually play and try to get better at. It's also a, a, what one may call a goat. But it's also the same the entire time. You're just, like, incrementally improving your skills. Wait, wait, how, how, how in comparison to D-dubs? What, what? But there's like, there's, I mean, from a gameplay perspective, maybe not, but like the campaigns, there's a lot of content that's different that you're going back and playing through and like playing as Lubu, then you have different objectives. and. Goals I mean, that that's to fair, do but just it. because they're wearing a purple uniform instead of a yellow uniform or it's night instead of day, you are still just spamming the square button. And then every once in a while you get, Musto! yeah, but I, I like that. 
It's story, bro. I don't know. I, I, I think Mario is too classic, but it just depends on how nostalgia you're going for with the D-dubs. I mean, if we're talking from a straight unbiased, I just don't see how Super Mario would not win, right? But Yeah, but I mean, from a straight like, unbiased, okay. Super Mario would probably win everything, but that doesn't mean that I no, like it better. Super Mario 64 would. <laughs> Super Mario 64 ain't on my list. Well, that's uh, what I'm saying. It just I feel like it just depends on how much your nostalgia is going. Yeah, I, I think for me to try and be objective about it is just disingenuous because well, no, oh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm not looking for that. So for me... This whole this whole thing we're doing here. What are we even doing, bro? Don't say it, bro. It's, it's all about you want to how we feel about games. Just feel it. You want to say D-Dub score here. <laughs> Don't say it. Yeah, Dynasty Warriors 4 wins. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Spicy takes. That's what we're here for in video games. We don't, we don't take the easy way out. We don't do things just for the bracket ever. Thanks for, thanks for watching the stream. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Links will be in the description. You know where to find us on Instagram, YouTube. Subscribe, hit the bell, get notified. And if we don't see you before next year, but you probably, we probably will at least one more time. Uh, happy, ha- happy holidays. Yeah, and happy new year. Stay safe. Stay classy. Deuces! is going to wrap it up for this episode i know the worst part of the week every single week but that's okay we are posting every single wednesday noon eastern standard time you can find us on all major podcast vendors i think i think we're even on pandora now pretty big deal not to get too hype about it a uh, little apologies for absolutely destroying cd project red but did they not ask for it i mean they did come on no one's gonna disagree with me on that one so as always hope you enjoyed the episode have a great week and have a juicy.